No, no, fuck that age, bro. He thought he thinks he's the shit. Oh, I can build whatever. I got draft picks. We got young talent. Look, motherfucker, we beat your young talent. And we did it with a 20-year-old, cuz. Like, what's up? He got talent hero, baby. We good. He's great. And we're about to beat LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we gonna Yo, beat did him. you did you hear did you hear <laughs> what the greatest sports journalist in Miami said today, Poppy Levitard? What did he say? I didn't hear him. He said no. LeBron is about to hit a new record. Not one, not two, oh, not no, three, final. not oh, four, no. not five, not oh. six. Wow. Seven losses in the NBA Finals, baby. Ooh, okay. I mean, you know what? We are, we're operating as a de facto Golden State Warriors. So, you know, he has trouble with teams with good shooters. So, hey, you know, we just might do the damn thing. But nationally, though, who's picking the Heat? Because I don't hear any national talk about people picking the Heat. Other we than are. maybe, well, uh, us, of course. I'm talking about n- other national. That's it. Nationals. Fuck everybody else. Fuck okay. everybody else. That works. That works. That works. It's us against the world. Okay, everybody's picking the Lakers in like six. Ridiculous. That's cute. That's cute. That's really cute. <laughs> All we got to fear is LeBron and Davis. After that, got a whole bunch of JV bastards. Oh, did you hear about the uh, Kuzma hero thing. Oh, well, there you go. We already got some intel, man. I'm telling you right now. I'm Yo. telling you right now. Dion Waiters, double agent. Katia, <laughs> Tyler Hero's girlfriend, who also fucked Kuzma. I don't understand that. That bitch got some intel for us. I and I, listen, it. first of all, she upgraded. She upgraded. Uh, yeah, she went from it. some dorky ass looking motherfucker. To some nerdy ass looking motherfucker. <laughs> As someone who likes white nerds. I guess. Uh, no. you know, that's an upgrade. <laughs> but the real winner is Deion Waiters. He gets a ring no matter what. So he he's chilling. He's good. He is chilling. So he's he chilling. gets a ring you know, no matter what. He's gonna secretly help us. I'm telling you, bro. The Godfather after before he sent them over there, he was like, Listen. You got Oh, he foresaw this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's chilling. He good, you know. He Lakers will win. He gets a ring. Heat win. He gets a ring. It's like whatever. I'm good. The same way, um, Verizon was supposed to get a ring. Didn't they deny Verizon that year when he went to the Warriors and he lost to LeBron? Did they deny him a ring or did he actually get that ring? Oh my God, I don't remember. I think he got the ring. He got the ring. You okay. Think he got the ring. I feel I like they. So. I think it was a team choice, but I don't know if he ever actually got it. Yo, how late were you celebrating last night, Gabe? Did you just go straight to bed? You probably went straight to bed. <laughs> nah, man, I was watching football. I finished the football game. You are now listening to the Shoot or Pass podcast. Yes, 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 yes. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Shoot or Pass podcast. On behalf of Baseline Times... We bring you the NBA Finals preview episode here as it is official. It is the Miami Heat versus Los Angeles Lakers in the 2020 NBA Finals. We here, baby. The one out of five C would do this. Here we are. We here. Let's go. Hey, LeBron, we coming for the last. Ramon, we here, baby. We owe you. Ramoncito. And uh, obviously, no introduction. I'm Chevy, Robbie, Gabe. Welcome, Heat Nation. Obviously, you guys heard they, they're having a grand old time over there. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, guys. It's just exciting Thank times. You. It's Thank been a while you. since our co-host teams have been successful. So now we can share a little bit of, uh, a little bit of uh, you know, enemies here. Uh, unfortunately, the time has come. I've had to stop off at my stop. And the final destination is to the fourth ring. So here we go. Oh. Barf. Here we go for the next two weeks. Ugh. You guys will Barf. not like me. <laughs> it's okay because like it's two against one here, so you're basically getting uh, tag teamed. I'm gonna have to go in my bag once you know LeBron wins this fourth ring. I got a little roster, you know, roster of my my good old LeBron. Okay. What, what do you guys What do you guys call us, Gabe? What do you guys have to call us? Go ahead, just throw all the shade out that you want right now. I'll let you guys get oh. it out. Whatever you want. 
mean, you it, are I mean, like the ultimate bandwagoner. What else do we call him? LeBron's defense lawyer. <laughs> apologist. Um, there we go. Apologist. Public relations. Maybe not That's so him. much because I feel like if if Cheval was a good PR agent, then like you know, LeBron wouldn't be on social media reading the first pages of books trying to put like intellectual <laughs> fucking quotes and emojis along uh, with it. But you know. Here we go. That's all right. Look, LeBron, look, you know, anti LeBron fans say that you're out there. They're upset. They're so quiet. Like, Saturday night wasn't entertaining to me on Twitter. So quiet. Uh, I haven't seen it so quiet since the Clippers lost. I mean, are they doing okay? You know, nope. Doesn't, doesn't look like it docks out. I mean, sad times. Sad times over on that, that end of the fence. But uh, here, here we are, guys. I'm glad we are here. Obviously, uh, the NBA bubble. Uh, took effect. We've had such a long road to get here, but here we are, the final two, and it includes the Miami Heat. By the way, Rob, you know, we, we were right, quite right about a lot of things leading up until this restart and this reboot here. Uh, you know, we were right about, the, you were, we were very hard on the Sixers, uh, so they didn't make it too far. We said the Bucks, we weren't too sure if we can pick them, and then Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals was going to happen. The Miami winning the East was going to happen. Congratulations. Yeah. I, I pat yourself on the back, you know, give yourself a I round of applause. I'm, I'm you know. drinking Yay. beer right now. I'm good. I'm happy. I know. So, you know, I have, a, I have a brain. It's good to know I have a brain. I still have a brain in 2020. Not a lot of people do nowadays, so. I mean, at least it looked like we know what the yeah, fuck we're LeBron talking about here, right? Included, but you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Hey, I told you guys. I told you guys. We, there isn't much to say until now, so. Let's go ahead and get into this here real quick. Obviously, guys listening to us, this is our NBA Finals preview episode, and we'll talk about the NBA Finals coming up here starting on Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern time, going down in the Orlando bubble, give you guys a round of shoot or pass for the finals, and also another special edition of the shooter pass round with some other miscellaneous topics. And then, of course, at the end... We'll say goodbye to the Denver Nuggets and the Boston Celtics as we send them off in our world-famous eulogy. NBA bubble eulogies. Goodbye, goodbye. Denver. And good goodbye. fucking bye, Boston Celtics. Bye, Danny boy. <laughs> bye, Danny boy. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye, Marcus Smart, you fucking Oops. flopper. All right, everybody. Where can we find you guys at? <laughs> I will tolerate no bullshit about... The Lakers. Actually, I will. Whatever. I love talking shit. Yeah, uh, you will. At, at Robin Hood with an H and a Y on Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead, Gabe. Plug Twitter, Gabe. Twitter, Gabe XL. <laughs> Instagram, g 84 We want all the smoke. Give it to us. And if you haven't been on our Instagram at Baseline Times, you need to check out our stories because there's a very like beautiful picture. We call it the started started from the bottom picture of oh, Gabe. Man, Young yes. Gabe. Oh. Young Gabe. Young Ilgy. And his Ella. fucking Paul Pierce jersey. Uh, and, I regret that so and, much. And when y'all check this out, <laughs> make sure you look at the hand placement on the hips. It's oh, all in the hips. No. It's all in the hips. Oh, Gabe, man. how old is that picture? Like, is that picture like 20 years old? You need to tell us, like, what it, it's at least 20 years old. Like, a, was nah, that like on a on. dating profile? Like, what's going on? Please tell us. <laughs> what was up with the pose? Who took nah, the picture? Nah, man. It was just, you know, I was feeling myself. I was I was in the gym. My arms, I had guns. You know what I'm saying? It was just me posing in some jerseys that I had. You know, I was a jersey hit. But, man, I regret wearing that jersey. Oh, low life of my <laughs> life. Fuck so, oh, you're going to get, we all make like, bad decisions. We need yeah. to frame that shit and send it to you for like as a mm -hmm. Christmas gift. And yeah, I'm good. I'll pass on, on your that. Birthday, but send you a cake with that picture printed on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. But thanks for the thought. <laughs> All right, guys, and you can find me at Baseline Chevy. As always, we are on Instagram, Twitter, as you heard at Baseline Times. Visit us at www.baselinetimes.com and. You can find us on Facebook. Shout out to everybody from India listening on the Gata app as well. Appreciate you guys out there. And we hope you enjoy every show as always. Shoot or pass. All right, let's go ahead and start off with our normal shooter pass here. Before we get into the NBA Finals preview here, we'll give you guys some fun entertainment. First, let's talk about Jamal Murray here. Shooter pass. Jamal Murray will be an all-star starter next season. Robbie, shooter pass on that one. 
First of all, I would like to fill out an application to join, formally join, the Jamal Murray bandwagon because uh, he was a fucking beast in the playoffs. And I do think that his success in the bubble will carry over into next season. But I do have to say pass here just because I think that the West is going to be like ridiculously stacked next season. Uh, and, and I'm just not willing to put him over like Steph or Luca or even Donovan Mitchell as a starter. But he could be a reserve. Yeah, I'm a pass too. Like what uh, Robbie said, it's too many guards out there. In the East, maybe, sure. But in the West, you got Splash Brothers, you got Luca, you got Booker. You got uh, Westbrook, Dame, CJ. I mean, I can keep going. It's just too many damn guards in the West. But, um, yeah, I definitely think he will carry over his success from the playoffs into next season. But, um, yeah, it's just that the West all-star guards, it's just too stacked for them to make that uh, that uh, starting uh, role. Right. I'm going to go ahead and pass as well with you guys there. I think the, the fact of the matter of the Denver Nuggets being able to get this deep in the playoffs brought more eyes to them. So it, it was very... Obviously, they beat the Clippers, so it was a very good, successful run for them. Obviously, you played against the Lakers. Lakers draw attention as well, so people got to see who Jamal Murray is. However, I don't think it's going to be enough to get him as an all-star starter next season. Um, like you guys said, Luka, Steph's coming back, Clay's coming back. So if you look at all the guards out there in the West, stacked, so I agree. Shooter pass with the hiring of Billy Donovan as head coach. The Chicago Bulls will make the playoffs next season. Gabe, shooter pass. I want to pass on that because it's not any insult or slight to Donovan um, uh, Mitchell. I'm sorry, Billy Donovan. Wow. Uh, Billy Donovan. It's just that management is cheap. You know, it depends on who they put around them. Um, they've been notoriously cheap, as we saw during the documentary of the Chicago Bulls of the Jordan era. They're just a notoriously cheap group. You know, if you could surround them with good players, then yeah, in the East, sure. I mean, they still might make the playoffs in the East. It just depends on players they spend for and then management. It all boils down to that. But if that's out of the picture, I can see them making a the playoff. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to disagree here. I mean, listen. Uh, Billy Donovan's contract with the Bulls is for four years at $24 million. He's getting $6 million per season. Maybe, maybe, maybe the tides are turning. Maybe Chicago Bulls management is not is not being so cheap anymore. And and aside from that, I do think that Billy Donovan is a decent hire, and I think that the Bulls can definitely contend for the eighth seed with the likes of like the Hawks or the Magic. Um, Magic. I think that Billy, Billy Donovan does bring a few things to the table here for the Bulls. He brings culture. He brings you know he's pretty good at developing young talent, so he brings that player development, which could definitely contribute to their success um i think guys like kobe white laurie markinen and even wendell carter who donovan actually recruited heavily at a high school are going to be in good hands and don't forget they also have the fourth overall pick in the nba draft he will also bring them defense he led okc to a top 10 defensive net rating every year he was there and defense is something the bulls have been missing since the departure of tom thibodeau so, I mean, if you're looking for the Bulls to be contending at the top of the East, that's probably not something you should be setting your sights on with a Billy Donovan hiring because, you know, even with a big free agency signing and a good young core, Billy Donovan, as we saw in the playoffs, has a tendency to kind of like make some critical mistakes in big moments. So they might be screwed on that front, but they can definitely be like a fringe playoff team in the East. Yeah, I got to go ahead and pass on them next year making the playoffs. And again, I think we, we, we went back and talked about this, you know, maybe about a month ago, probably in July sometimes. We talked about, at this rate, the, the current top eight in the East, the really, you know, team that we're concerned about is the AC, the Magic, Wizards. Maybe the Bulls can get to that point next season. Uh, I think there's still like a learning curve, especially with um, the season, the turnaround time. So it all really just depends uh, how much better and what type of draft pick that the Chicago Bulls get. I don't know if I'm willing to put them. Let's just say we break it down to the Magic, the Wizards, and the Bulls. 
I, I'm kind of going to put the safe bet on John Wall, although I said I'm not going to trust him in Bradley Beal uh, to stay healthy. But I, I think the Wizards have enough talent to kind of keep up and hold themselves up there. And who knows if the Hawks will kind of throw, throw themselves into the mix of the AC. So it's going to get really interesting out, you know, bottom of the East with all that those younger guys come up and coming there. Uh, I mean, you can't count really on the Knicks, the Pistons, and Cavaliers to make much noise. So I don't think that would be a concern for Chicago, but I can definitely see them more at the latter at the end there the Eastern Conference maybe not next year though making the playoffs so what does that mean for your magic then next year hey AC the bus at this rate AC <laughs> <laughs> bus baby wow that sucks that's some terrible expectations but hey you gotta talk somewhere right in the bar Low. Hey, really low. hey, hey, you got to when you definitely know you're not going to have Jonathan Isaac next season and, and you're arguably right. he's been our best best of players. So I think, you know, at this point, it's going to be really rough to see the Magic be a, even be a closer 500 team. So do you think it benefits them more to perhaps go into like full tank mode next season? Good question. I think I think a lot of a, a lot of Magic fans might opt to go that route, especially the way things have been going for us. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, trade I mean, next Gordon. season will be the time to do it because we don't know how long the season's going to last, when it's even starting or anything. We might get another shortened season. True, true. Hey, yeah, it might be. We'll, we'll definitely see here. I mean, I don't know. I'm just bummed about bummed about Isaac, man. Definitely was was a, was a promising player. Markel Fultz, you know, as well. Yeah, being able to see Markel Fultz progress. I think, you know, at this point, they're, they're in that young phase again that – you kind of just have to kind of shoot your shot and see what happens. And there's still, you know, they, they tie down money towards Terrence Ross and Vucevic. I, I mean, I don't know if there's much room, you know, and Vuce, you might be able to, you know, t- turn him around somewhere, but. R.I.P. Vuce. Yeah. What do you get to that? All right. Shooter pass. The NBA team that has hurt their team's future success the most due to trades or free agency signings is not the Philadelphia 76ers. Robbie Shooter pass. I'm gonna agree and say shoot because I think the Clippers are pretty fucked. They gave up seven first round. You know they are, okay? They gave up seven first round draft picks, Danilo Gallinari, and one of the emerging young guards in the NBA and SGA to get Paul George because Kawhi demanded it. Mm. Both of these guys have a player option next year, so you might not even keep them. They don't have tradable draft picks till 2028, and they don't even have cap space. So they can only rely on the mid-level exception to sign someone. And the free agency class this season, this offseason, isn't too great. It's not looking too hot. They've got to figure out who, out of Morris, Harold, and Green, they're going to keep two because those guys are going to be unrestricted free agents. And as we just found out, maybe like an hour ago, Doc Rivers is out. So mm. they got to get a new head coach now, too. And even then, can a new head coach really solve all of the chemistry issues they have? Because those motherfuckers hate each other. Mm. Can this team even remain competitive next season with how stacked the Western Conference is going to be? I don't know, man. Shoot. Clippers are fucked. Damn. I mean, how can you? I'm going to shoot. How can you? How do you follow up behind that? I'd be everything she said. 2028? <laughs> Good. God, what are they going to do? And didn't say I was going to talk shit. I, I talk my shit. <laughs> but it's true. No, but I, I do think they will be competitive. They will still be. If you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on your team, regular season, fine. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. The playoffs is what matters for the Clippers. Regular season, we've seen it before in previous iterations of that team. Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan. We've seen that before. Regular season, they'll be fine. But, yeah, that, that's hard to swallow. They, and, like I said, they don't like each other and – it's a mess and a coach you don't have to really coach Kawhi because he can do his thing he can he can lift them up if he's not being mismanaged or or, or time managed or whatever you call that term they're using uh what's the term they're using Man- management uh load management there we go load management yeah if they're not doing that they should be fine even though the Warriors are coming back uh the, the Lakers are still there uh Portland's there Denver is a new team that they might you know poke fun at but yeah I, I think they'll be competitive but yeah shoot it has to be the Clippers. What other team would be that worse? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to shoot as well. There's nothing much more to say. I mean, if we're basing on trades and free agency alone, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would be the most hilarious thing if, if Paul George and Kawhi are in different uniforms three years from now. We're having conversations about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be hilarious. Uh, that's brutal. 
<laughs> Shooter pass. The Boston Celtics should have kept Kyrie Irving over Kemba Walker. Gabe, shooter pass. I'm a shoot, but didn't wasn't Kyrie the one asking out of Boston, or he gave signals that he wanted out of Boston? Yeah, for sure they should have kept Kyrie. Um, maybe this Eastern Conference Finals would have been a little bit different because Kyrie's a baller, man. He's hard to stop. He's hard to guard. But um, yeah, like and I mentioned this in a group a while ago, the Heat have never lost against a Kemba Walker-led team. Like I said, whether he leads a team or not, or if it's Jalen Brown or or Jason Tatum. Yeah, if it was Kyrie Irving instead of Kemba Walker, I think this series would be seven. And who knows? Maybe Boston even wins it. But definitely, I'm going to shoot on this topic. Yes, they should have definitely kept Kyrie if he was willing to stay there. But at the same time, he had friction with other guards like uh, uh, Rozier, who was mad about Kyrie doing his thing. And then you had Gordon Hayward uh, being the coach's pet, you know, uh, <laughs> running the office at one point. So definitely, I'll shoot on this topic. I'm going to say pass because Kyrie Irving is a fucking drama queen and he's not worth it. But I will say that Kemba was definitely, I think we can all agree on this, Kemba was a disappointment in the playoffs. I don't think his offense was enough to make up for his lack of size or even more concerning his defensive limitations, which were really exposed. Go ahead, Kemba. These past couples of series. (laughs) If he's not shooting lights out, he is a net negative on that team but you know considering that it was his first season with the celtics you know i would give it more time before completely calling it a bust i mean listen you gotta take anybody over a flat earther i'm sorry you do that's just (laughs) oh man i'm actually gonna go ahead and pass as well i think that uh the kemba walker fit is, is a lot better and it doesn't stunt the growth of a guy like jason tatum also with Jalen Brown, right? So I think Boston has committed a lot to progressing along Jason and Jalen, both side by side, bringing in Kemba as just that positive guard that doesn't have to really take too much demand with the ball as like a Kyrie. For basketball purposes, I think Kyrie Irving is a better basketball player overall than Kemba Walker. I think Kyrie Irving can lead you. Gabe, we all know that in 2016 NBA Finals, he was a dog, you know. He was the man. Regardless, he, he was a dog. I mean, he hit the big shot in Game 7, but before that, if anybody watched Game 5, I mean, Kyrie Irving was unstoppable. If you get mm-hmm. that, Kyrie, you're right. I mean, you're going to beat the Boston. I mean, the Boston Celtics are going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. However, I just think everything has kind of just best fit for everybody right now. It's kind of like everybody has been kind of successful outside. I mean, so I, I like the Steve Nash hiring in Brooklyn. I like him next to KD. I, I just feel like as much as we're giving them a hard time, to me, in my opinion, it might just work out. And I mean, obviously, Brooklyn has to be the number one favorite to win the East next year. No, you know, hands down. So I think it's best fit for both parties. And, you know, Boston, to me, once I, I don't know what it is. It just seems like they don't want to go after star players. Gabe, you, you brought up Danny Ainge at the beginning of the show. How many how many times did we hear Anthony Davis was going to come to, to the Celtics? It just if. Danny Ainge maybe was just going to give up a draft pick from one of the Brooklyn picks or give up Jalen Brown. You know, it, it's just, I couldn't see Kyrie staying there either. So it's the best fit for both both uh, scenarios here. Like I said, Walker, fit-wise, yes, he was the better fit for that Celtics team because, like I said, he doesn't stunt their growth. He, he fits in more with their dynamic. If you had Kyrie, he's able to take over a game. So as a result, Jason Tatum was the one who had to play that role. You know, he's not ready for that yet, even though, you know, he he did have some good moments in the series. But he also had bad moments where he disappeared for like a half. And then, you know, tried to make up in the end by jacking up three. So yeah, better fit, sure, Walker was there. But if the team would have more success, I think Kyrie was the better option. If he obviously he decided to stay. Ooh, Absolutely. Chevy Chevy got the Nets at the top of the East next season. Nah, he's tripping with that. He's tripping with whoa, that. Oh, fuck. Whoa, nah, but we, whoa, but he, whoa, he, he whoa, 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 early whoa, hot whoa, take. Whoa, early whoa, hot whoa, take, whoa, baby. Whoa. Okay, well, we'll be coming Seven back straight. to this in a couple of months. <laughs> early, early hot take, baby. <laughs> I said Slam. they had to be favorites, by the way. They have to be favorites. Not, not saying they're going to win. They're just going to be favorites to win the East. Slander. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing you a special edition of the Shooter Pass round here. The NBA Finals preview. It is the Los Angeles Lakers representing the Western Conference. The Miami Heat representing the Eastern Conference. 
All right, first things first. Let's talk about this series prediction here. First thing is the Los Angeles Lakers will sweep the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. Robbie, how are you feeling? Should I bring my broom out? Pass. Listen, go sleep on the Heat, baby, okay? If we beat the top seed in the East in five games, we can most definitely contend against the top seed in the West and beat them, okay? We have a rookie that can fucking carry us in games if need be. The best part about this, though, is that all of the pressure is not on us. It's on LeBron. House money, baby. And the Los Angeles Lakers. You're right. We're playing with house money oh, yeah. right now, okay? House and money. aside from, like, perhaps the Rockets, the Lakers haven't really faced a good defensive team like ours on the journey to the finals. So I think that we, you know, it's definitely going to be a very big challenge. The realist in me is like, chances are very slim. There's a lot of things working for the Lakers. We have, you know, they have more advantages. We are definitely going to have to shoot better, particularly from three. We're going to have to fight like hell for those offensive boards. So we limit the, the transition or fast break opportunities for the Lakers. But like I said before, we've got a rookie that can carry us and multiple guys who can spark the offense when needed. I mean, we saw it last night. Iggy, Mm -hmm. Andre Igua fucking dollar of all people. El Iguana was shooting threes last night, okay? One thing that for sure is non-negotiable with the Heat, we cannot, cannot, absolutely cannot afford a third quarter. We cannot have the third quarter that we are known for having. That cute shit that we pulled in our third quarter of game five, where we let the Celtics outscore us 41 to 25, we cannot let that happen here against the Lakers. The Heat have lost 18 games this season where they had a lead of 10 or more going into the half in the regular season and playoffs combined. That's the most in the league. We cannot afford to do that in the finals. We need to fucking step it up coming out of the half for sure. But I'm gonna stick by my guns here. Heat in six or seven. Pass. Uh, Goodbye, LeBron. You love him. You know what? No shoot, nor pass. Fuck out of here is what I'm saying. Sweet. <laughs> Get out of here. They're sweeping us. Are you kidding me? You look, Yo, let's, Gabe, let's Gabe, Gabe just pulled a Dirk, and he got the ball, and he fucking threw it in the sense. That's what he did. <laughs> a sweep? Are you kidding me? Look, it's it's understandable that they had the two best players in the series in, in uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. We got that part. After that, it's all heat. All heat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look. LeBron can only guard the best player at that moment. So what what happens if Tyler Heroes has it going, right? So he's going to guard Tyler Hero. Great. What if Bam Adebayo gets going? Is he going to switch to Bam Adebayo? Okay, cool. What about Jimmy Butler? So I feel like we can throw tons of defensive players at him. And, or you know, we can just tire out their other starting five members. I feel like this series is going to be a long series. It's not going to be a sweep. I'm going to say seven games, you know, just to be on the safe side. I shouldn't be safe. I should be more risky. But I'm going to say seven games and the Heat taking it in seven because home court doesn't really matter. So a seven game, who the hell cares? You're on a neutral court. But I feel like we have the better shooters. We have the better coach for sure. We've spanked Bobo in the playoffs many times before. He's not a good coach. He just has LeBron James. Let's put that out there. So we have the better coach. We have the better supporting cast. And, you know, we we have a lot going for us right now. We are house money. You know, you're going to need Danny Green or KCP. Woof. Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Kuzma's a straight trash bag. Like, where is this guy? You know, what can he do? No, they're not sweeping us, please. LeBron will have to get a triple-double every single game and play 48 minutes a game. Nope, no sweep. Heat and seven. There, I said it. Right. It's a wrap. Oh, man, I got to find new co-hosts, man. Like, this is not fun. Like, I, I, I'll agree. I mean, you know, I'll agree with it, though. I'll, I'll pass. You guys, aren't, you won't be swept. I think, here, I'll, I'll make this fun. I, I think, that, I think it, I'm going Lakers in five. I will say that. And then for fun, I'll oh, say that he wow. will take, that he will take one of the first two games. And, and then from there, it's, it's game over. You, you're going to upset LeBron and he's going to, nope, that, that one win is going to happen. I, I would say that he'd probably take game two, if anything. Let, let me, maybe I'll put my money on that. We'll see what happens. Oh. You know, we should have, you know, in this series, we should have an enforcer. A guy who doesn't play much. Hello, Solomon Hill. 
you're gonna be a LeBron killer. You're gonna hurt this guy. I don't I don't recommend hurting people in the playoffs. That's Look not my thing. Guy, but we need that one player to just be extra physical, extra aggressive, and make LeBron just make you know work for everything he gets. Solomon Fuck Hill. it. UD, baby. Throw UD in there. UD? That's oh, it. UD? Yes! Yes! That's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, UD's yes, not go. doing some Let's silly go. stuff. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Like There's no way. Or we get the LeBron stopper. That's Andre Iguodala. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. Here we go. And he wins hey. another finals MVP just right? for taking there care of LeBron. <laughs> uh, we got man. this, bro. We got this. We in, we in here, bro. We in here. I, I, lo I love that we're recording this. So this is going to be on record. This is literally on record. This is great. This is great. After LeBron and AD, the next best players are all on the Miami Heat roster. Shoot or pass on that one, Gabe? Shoot. I've already mentioned that. Yes, we have the better shooters. Tyler Hero, we got Duncan Robinson, we have Crowder, who's, who struggled in the last series, admittedly. But before that series, he was lights off of three-point land. Goran Dragic, uh, Bam Adebayo, I mean, come on, is it really close? I mean, if you look on that side of the game, they have Rondo off the bench. Sure, I'll give you him. He's been he's been nice. Um, uh, who else can you name? I mean, you you will get that, genu that general uh, Danny Green game where he hits about five or six threes. So I'm, I'm expecting a Danny Green game. We will get that from him. But other than that, Markeith Morris? No. Dwight Howard, he may be the one assigned to Bam to cause him problems the way he did Jokic. But I think the difference is that he's faster than Jokic. Jokic is a bit slow. So Bam can go around him, and, you know, considering their ages or whatever. But, yeah, the rest of the players from our side are way levels above their players on the other side. LeBron has to initiate everything or Rondo has to do everything, you know, if it's not Anthony Davis. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to shoot on that. I mean, you already know my answer. I'm going to say shoot. And it's not even about, about being biased. It's just you pull up these rosters and you pull up their production in the playoffs. Just oh. the playoffs. And you know, we, we, I mean, after LeBron and AD, Jimmy Buckets. Bam. The Slovenian uh -huh. cockmeister. Goran oh, Dragic. Who my guy. That man. That man. <laughs> That man is a bad man. All right. We oh. got Tyler Hero, who we already oh. talked about. The rookie who could carry us. The boy. Duncan Robinson played really well last night. Okay. Yeah. He doctor. might be back. He might be back. And, and back. here's the thing is, we don't even have to, like, completely shut Braun and AD down. Okay. They might just hurt themselves because, you know, sometimes they go cold shooting. We just need mm -hmm. to keep them contained to the point where the Lakers have to rely on someone else to get them points. And once yep. that happens, it's a wrap. Because our defense will handle everybody else. We, we, we can live with Braun and AD getting theirs. We can. Mm -hmm. In fact, let them beat us. Let, you know, let them beat us and nobody else gets theirs. We'll, we'll see how tired they get. You know, we'll, we'll go with that. That's fine. Well, yeah, relatively speaking, if you're talking about LeBron and AD, the next best player that will be on the court, in my opinion, is Bam Adebayo, hands down. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty obvious there. But again, this kind of shows you how much value AD and LeBron bring to a basketball team, you know, if we're, if we're having that conversation here. So, I mean, I, I got to shoot with that bullet point there. Um, you know, flipping over to the Lakers side, the true third option for the Los Angeles Lakers is Contavious Caldwell Pope. Robbie, how do you feel about the Lakers third option in the series? Woof. Uh, I'm going to say pass because, I mean, we've got the two-time stud of the week playoff rondo who i think has really stepped it up since his return as that third option and we've said it plenty of times before the value that he brings to this team is is immense because he's he's that person who can run the floor when lebron is resting and that's mm -hmm. super invaluable to any team not just the lakers but that's that's gonna end here in the finals because we're gonna shut his ass down baby <laughs> let him shoot he's the market smart let him shoot you know Oh, but uh, but no, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that too because yes, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely Ronald. It's an obvious choice. But the thing that bothers me is Kuzma. You know, I mentioned him earlier in the podcast. What's his deal? Does he have to be in the starting lineup? Like, why is he so like inconsistently bad? Like, does he not get his points? Is he is he not involved in the offense? He's out there just running around, you know, wasting space. Like, what's what's the deal with Kuzma? He was supposed to be the third option. But it's not. It's Rondo. So it's like, I'm going to pass on that. But yeah, it's like Kuzma has to have a game where he at least hits like 20 or maybe even 30 for the Lakers to, you know, have a, a really good shot of, you know, sweeping the heat, which is not possible. 
but yeah, it's definitely Rondo. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pass on him being the true third option at this point. I think it's going to be a different guy every night. I mean, this team is, is LeBron AD. It's a two-man game. And then the next best man open. You know, you got Crusoe. You got Danny Green that will get jump shots. You get Kuzma that will be open. Uh, you know, you got playoff Rondo making making plays. So, I mean, it could very well be, be Rondo. I think for Rondo, it's the best case scenario because... He could, he's a playmaker. He's not just going to sit there and just jack up a shot if he, you know, if it's not the best shot. So, obviously, the crafty veteran figures out a way there. Shooter pass, the young Heat player who will make the biggest impact versus the Lakers is not Tyler Hero. I'm going to say shoot here because as much as I would love to see Tyler Hero get that finals MVP, I think the young guy who will definitely elevate himself into superstardom in the series Mm -hmm. and make the most impact Bam out of bio. I mean, yeah, he, sure. is the yeah, key. he is the key to the ring box, to the championship ring box for us in this series. Bam isn't going to be like Jokic, where foul trouble was essentially the deciding, the deciding factor of his game each time they play the Lakers. Everybody talks about how AD owned Bam in the two games they face each other in the regular season, but one, that is a very small sample size, and two, this is a very different Miami Heat team they're going to be facing in the finals. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass also and say Bam because we saw the Bam game in game seven, right? So he even said it himself, game six, he played like crap. And all the praise is going to Daniel Tice. Bam was like, what? Nah, I'm not here for the slander. No way in hell. But we got the Bam game. I mean, he was the ball. He, he was pretty much the point guard because they took Ronda. I'm sorry. They took out Goran Dragic, you know, to bring in Iguodala. And Bam kind of ran point forward or point center. So he was pretty much attacking the paint, going right at Tice, getting buckets, getting fouled, finding guys on the perimeter, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. I feel like he took his game to another level. And is Jimmy Butler the third best player on our team? Because you got you got either Goran or Tyler, and then you got Bam. So I feel like Bam could take his game to even better heights. So it's definitely going to be him. He's going to be the guy we need to win this series if he can do what he can in the paint again against either JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard they'll probably put Davis on him I assume to start the game but um if he is on and he's abusing those bigs of the Lakers oh we are in it's good hands over crap I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot because I agree with you guys like I'm, I'm a big fan of Bam I think you know Bam's gonna be the biggest you know impact on this series he's gonna have to make the biggest impact uh, alongside, you know, definitely inside the interior. Uh, so yeah, I could, I could definitely get, get behind that as well. I mean, but shout out to Duncan and, um, you know, uh, Hero as well. I mean, those guys, all kudos to them. I mean, guys, Duncan's story is, is incredible. Like to be playing D3 ball like years, you know, not even that long, like far, it was like two years ago, right? Um, I don't know, it was about three, four years ago. And then he got the scholarship through Michigan. And then from there he went undrafted and then from there, just getting Miami giving him a shot is basically why he's here. And whether or not he's a Miami Heat for life, you know this guy's going to get a couple multiple contracts in, in the NBA and, and cash oh, out. he's a Heat lifer for sure. That's our sharpshooter. Oh, yeah. All right, shooter pass. Eric Spolstra is the better head coach in this NBA Finals matchup, Gabe. Shooter pass. <laughs> ah, that's really a question. Like, shoot. Like, are people I mean... actually debating this? I mean, who's... who's... <laughs> Who's talking about Frank Vogel? He has LeBron James. You don't got a coach when you got LeBron James. But no, yeah, shoot. Look, I always said this. If you have top-tier guys, okay, maybe this is not true. Because Phil Jackson, you know, people gave him flack for always having the top guys like Kobe, uh, Shaq, you know, Jordan, Pippen. You still have to get those guys to play together. And you, they still have to win. But as far as Frank Vogel, nah, bro. We've been whipping his ass in the East for a while now, you know. With the Pacers, yeah, Paul George, who we thought was be, you know, we thought we'd be he'd be the next guy, but all he has is Frank Vogel. I mean, uh, LeBron James. LeBron James is the coach of the team. Make no mistake about it. He's the one running the point on, on the on the court. So yes, yeah, Spolster is definitely the better coach. It's not even a question. Yeah, I mean, even Lakers. Of first of all, shoot, uh, even our Lakers bandwagon lawyer PR person. Cheval Kanhai recognize how masterful Spo is at making adjustments. And he's doing more with less right now. So 
You know, I can't, I for one can't wait until Spo wins these finals so that people can shut the fuck up about Spo not being able to win without LeBron. Well, yeah, I mean, Tell I got to shoot on it. I mean, personally, he's my favorite head coach alongside Nick Nurse in the NBA right now. Um, although I'm predicting him to lose this series due to just better talent on the other side he's going up against, he's mm -hmm. still the, the, the best hands down in the NBA, you know, with Nick Nurse as well. Um, and, but his story and his hustle, again, is just one of those you just work hard sto stories. And, you know, the fact that Pat Riley stuck with Spo, I mean, it's been since 2008. You go through the Heatles, you win a couple of championships. You guys have a few down years, right? Um, but you didn't get rid of Spo. You didn't give up on him being able to lead the right group of guys, right? Mm -hmm. It might take a couple years, but here we are. They have rightfully earned themselves in the Eastern uh, conference, you know, finals, uh, the Eastern Conference champions. I mean, their path, the path for the Heat so far has been great. So, I mean, I just got nothing but love for Spo, man. I mean, it, it's it's just, it's crazy how many guys get head coaching jobs in the NBA and they're in, you know, in and out, in and out. But the guys like Spo get the opportunity to stick around because you obviously see why. So, you know, shout out to him for sure. Let me just say, he's there because we're a well-run organization. You know, it, people say, oh, Heat culture, bullshit, whatever. It's really true, you know, they stick with their guys, they develop talent. You know, Pat's not about, you know, drafting players, even though he's hit on Tyler Hero and Dwayne Wade, you know, in what, two years out of how many years or whatever. Pat's about finding the veteran guys. But yeah, it's really a culture. They develop the guys they have in-house, and that continues. And I'm gonna say at this point, starting now, or if it hasn't already started, we are a desirable destination now. I mean, if we can take guys who weren't highly touted or you know, who didn't have all these crazy stats and make it to the NBA Finals as a five seed. There's players, they, they take note of that. They see management, okay, look, they know what they're doing. You know, it's not the Phoenix Suns, you know, who's just fumbling shit around. It's not the Clippers. <laughs> not Rivers. Uh, you know, this is a well-run organization. We know what we're doing. We're hiring the right people and we're sticking with them. We're developing them. And our, you know, our regimen for our training camp, these guys have to be in great shape. They don't slack, they don't fuck around. So, you know, it's 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 a you know a tribute to our management uh, team. LeBron, we owe you, dog. When you left us, you purposely delayed your next trip to Cleveland so we couldn't get free agents. Pau Gasol was in the running to join the Heat. You did that shit on purpose. You held up the league. You didn't make a decision. Pat could have gotten players for us to be at least competitive that next year you left us. You did that on purpose. That's why Kawhi Leonard did it to you this, this previous year. He held out, he held out, and you couldn't get shit around you. You got Danny Green, you got KCP, you got Marquise Morris, you got Deion fucking Waiters. Good job, Kawhi. LeBron does it every year. Kawhi getting his own medicine, even though they're out of the playoffs. Good job. We owe you, boy. We owe you. I'm done. I'm good. I'm sorry. Bye. Wait, why do we owe him? Doesn't he we owe him us? an L? That's what I mean. We owe him this oh, oh, L. Okay. You take this yeah. L. I clarify that for everybody. Because, yeah, my bad. You know. I'm sorry. We owe you this L. Yeah, sure. <laughs> L. <laughs> L. Chef, you good? You good? Right. I'm. I mean, I'm good, man. Like I said, when <laughs> when, when it's all said and done. Oh. Remember what's that? What's that Drake song? You know, y'all laugh now, but cry later. <laughs> Oh, you really got us with that one, Chevy. Yeah, I mean, I'm chilling. I'm the thing is, like, you know, it, it's been said before. I mean, LeBron's gonna get the fourth ring. It's, it, I mean, we, I, I've been saying it all season. I mean, we're almost there. There's four wins away. Mm -hmm. Y'all might nab one. I mean, with the help of the good. refs, yeah, sure. I mean, look, I, and then we, well, I was the excuses and narratives. That's how deep the hate runs. Like, my joy is just showing how hateful and anti-LeBron people are, and. It's it's gonna come out once once that ring, once he lifts the trophy, takes the finals MVP yet again. I mean, there isn't much to say. We we were here like two months ago having this conversation. I told you guys, <laughs> now wait till the playoff starts. The job's almost done. Okay. Lakers in five. Lakers in five, baby. That's disrespectful. No one's sure Lakers them. in five, baby. Lakers uh -huh. in five. Yep, 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 yep. We good. Yeah, 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 yeah. C C C C C C. Come on, oh. All right, with the NBA Finals, unfortunately, two more teams have to go home before the bubble burst. The Boston Celtics and Denver Nuggets, we send them off today. Gabe, 
do the honor to send off the Boston Celtics. Ah, with pleasure. And it's not unfortunately, it's fortunately. Boston Celtics. Oh, Boston. We send our deepest condolences to the Boston Celtics. Always the better team on paper. Unable to retaliate against sudden squalls. They gained sizable leads and were great at penetrating Miami zone D. Only to fall apart in clutch moments. Call it the ultimate playoff blue balls. Jason Tatum started out too slow too often. Jalen Brown wasn't incorporated into the offense enough. When they weren't chucking up threes, Marcus Smart and Kimba Walker were flopping like dead fish trying to call refs bluffs. Guess it's another season-ending case of deja vu, but it's not a dire situation with a roster this stack. Make no mistake, we hope that Robin Hayward Robin Hayward doesn't follow the news because her husband helped his team lose and missed the birth of his namesake. Yeah, get rid of these bastards. See ya, Danny. <laughs> Yo, how mad is Robin Hayward, though? Ooh, it would have made a difference, but, you know, it's fine. Third time would not be the charm for the Denver Nuggets. Their love for masochism got them back from 3-1 deficits to the first two times around. They got past Utah and one of the LA teams. But Braun and AD had their way with them, and now they are homebound. Mm. Michael Porter Jr. broke out as a shooter in the bubble. Jamal Murray was a man-possessed, embodied, explosive offense. Slim Jokic continues to revolutionize the game for all big men. It's just too bad that not even a prayer could bail out the Denver Nuggets defense. Mm -mm. Will they make big moves this offseason? Retaining Jeremy Grant will be a priority if they want to continue to excel. And of course, we need more Bull Bull. Yes. Like Bruce Dickinson, needs more cowbell. <laughs> Where are you, my dog? Where are you? I love you too. Bull Bull! I'm gonna miss you, Bull Bull, even though I never Bo saw you on the court. <laughs> With your time. Shout out to my new book. Michael Porter Jr. is a fucking conspiracy theory. Alright, that's the end of our episode here for the 2020 NBA Finals preview. Robbie, Gabe, Heat Nation, hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode as we're down to the final two teams. As always, you guys can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Baseline Times. Find us on Facebook, find us on Ghana, and of course, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Robbie, Gabe, where can we find you guys at on the social media? At Robin Hood with an H and a Y on the gram and on Twitter. Twitter, Gabe XL, Instagram, LG84. And you can find me at Baseline Chevy on Twitter. Come on down. Give us a little bit of a hassle, especially these Miami Heat fans once LeBron takes this fourth ring Ugh. here. But any shout-outs? You got anybody you guys want to shout out? I actually do, and 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 I'm gonna get a little serious here for a moment. I know oh, we've been fucking okay. around. I know I've been drinking beer, but mm. but I, I I gotta do I gotta do flip the tables here, get a little serious for a second. My shout out today goes to women in this country, specifically women from minorities. This past week, we saw the justice system completely disregard the life of an innocent black woman by not charging the officers who killed her. We also got news of the passing of a champion for women's rights in Ruth Gator Ginsburg. And we learned of her potential replacement in the U.S. Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett, who Trump picked not because she would carry the torch for Ginsburg, but because she's willing to turn back the clock on equality for women in this country. So Chevy, Gabe, all those NBA players who are talking and saying Brianna's name during post-conference interviews and, and sideline interviews, we're going to need y'all to step it up a little bit more for us because 
I'm not even fucking exaggerating here. We about to become fucking handmaids in this bitch. <laughs> mm. No, I mean, that was a really good shout out. And to just to piggyback on that from what I heard in some of the details that the cop that was charged, he was charged for shooting bullets into an apartment um, beyond Breonna Taylor's. But get this, he wasn't charged shooting bullets into the black apartment. Well, he was charged for shooting bullets into the white apartment. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's disgusting. So, just want to add that to it. But um, yeah, absolutely, it's crazy. It's a good call out. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, hands down. It's, it's a real good. It's a real good call out. It's a good. It's for a good cause for a good reason. So, Sick. Uh, yeah, just ex- expecting a little bit more from the NBA on that front. I, I can definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I, I personally, I, I mean, I didn't really think about much shout outs this week, but. Uh, you know, just shout out to to us. I just think shout out to the league in, in general because I think we we've got, gotten out to the two final teams. Uh, there, there's just been like this journey of this bubble has been. We didn't know what would happen. We didn't know how long it could last. We we were so just tense with well, if, we, if the season can go on, we're not sure. You know, we'll see what happens after two weeks. And I mean, shout out to the league, man. They've given us an opportunity to get back on these podcasts, been able to have these fun conversations uh and entertain ourselves you know every evening uh on, on the weekends again in this middle of summer and um, i'm actually looking forward to the season restarting hopefully maybe end of january february so we can kind of do this again around the same time next year so you know i think it's such a great production at the same time i, you know, I just wanted to you know but i always can get better you know so it's a good call out robbie 100 percent. they there's there's no there's no excuse i mean if, if y'all went as far through the lengths that you went through for George Floyd and Jacob Blake, y'all y'all need to do the same shit for Breonna Taylor, 100. Mm-hmm. percent LeBron, I'm I'm looking and talking to you because you were crying and saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do everything for my black queens." All right, well, let's see what you got. Put your money where your mouth is. After he wins the fourth ring, of course. He oh. Oh, I'm done with you, dog. <laughs> All right, let's let's just close this shit out. 